Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters. At a time when society is undergoing massive transnational change, when deep divisions are fracturing our society, we wanted to make sure we didn't lose sight of the little shit, the things that separate us. This is a show for quibbles and quirks and the quotidian things that we disagree on. Every episode, we're going to figure out a bone of contention among our four guests. We'll split them into teams of two. Each team will then square off in a pop culture battle royale to determine whose dumb opinion should prevail. Will this show help heal the ongoing strife that is crippling society? No, it won't. But it will be enjoyable. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Our first contestant hosts the podcast Off Book on Earwolf. It is our pal, Zach Rhino. Hi. Hey, how are hey, you? Oh. It's Reno, isn't it? It is, but you did it both ways, and now I just I feel great. I feel expanded as a human. Okay. New horizons are opening to me. Every day you must have to do Zach that, right? Rhino is a good like video game handle, though. It is. Uh, you can listen to our second contestant on the podcast, Nerd Poker, with Brian Posehn. He will be hosting Lucha Vavum at the Mayan Theater in Los Angeles. Blaine Kapatch. Hey, hi. It's me, Blaine. Hi. How are you? Hi. Check two. Check, check, check. I got here late. Check two. Check two. <laughs> Sorry if I'm really sweaty. Just ran up the steps. Hi. <sighs> check two. I love brutalism. This building is beautiful. Thanks for having me. Ah, uh, it is gorgeous, isn't it? It is. I love coming it's here. Striking. It's always great. And it's got a beautiful view of uh, that lake down there with the uh, the secret base under it oh yeah. yeah it's like the denver airport outside didn't you know uh, i tell me everything about the secret base. all sorts of underground tunnels from this brutalist structure go down to that lake over there really uh, yeah yeah and that's where uh, i think blofeld's son has a studio there or something oh, it's shit. a big art colony yeah wow uh lucha vavum when is it uh i think uh, we're doing a cinco de mayo run so it'll be uh the uh tres cuatro and uh, cinco de mayo Perfect. At the Mayan downtown, please come. It's really fun. It really is. Yeah. I can't believe I've never been. I got to fix that. You got to go. Got to go. Our third contestant is a comedian. She owns a very good boy, Senor Dirty Harry. He's not here. No, he's not. He's being a very good boy elsewhere. Oh, that's sweet. I know. Ashley Bishop. Hi. Hi, friend. How are you? I am delightful. I'm happy to be back. You you are delightful? Well, I some <laughs> might say I, I feel delightful. Okay, How good. about that? That's better. better. Okay. That's better. Like that it. feels that feels much better to me too. I don't yeah. want to demand that people think I'm delightful. That's that's rude. It it needs to be their idea. And it will be. It will be. Yeah. Hopefully. It will be. My son finds me delightful and that's all that matters. Oh. He's furry, he's hairy. That's the end know. of the song. You it's ever, over. It's a great song. Do you ever go by the acronym of your name? Oh yeah, L A B? Because hell yeah. yeah. It's so good. Oh yeah, I get it. I I get that. It's uh L L B L Boogie. L A B. That's how people always just yell it at me. L A B it's the L A B. Yeah. I love that. There's no like calm like Hello, LAB. I don't get that. Yeah. What, what breed of dog do you have? Uh, he's a mix of Mexican hairless and cattle dog. Oh, and he's he's a dream. He is a goddamn dream. He's probably oh. dreaming about the mailman. I saw his leg going. He'll hump it. Our final contestant is a comedian, a writer for the Jim Jeffries Show, and according to his Wikipedia page, he's known for his youthful appearance. Wow. I find that to be true. That That's an old reference, though. Is it? Yeah, I think I'm now known for my... 20-something appearance despite being in my 30s. But that's not youthful yeah. anymore, is it? That's it's, kind of like it's well, still, I don't know. I would well. take it. I would take it. Oh, it's Matt Kirshen, by the way. Hi, Matt. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. How are you? You've been touring. I have been touring. I was in Australia doing my podcast. 
crazy. That's probably science mm-hmm. available at all good podcast shops. How did Australia handle you? Oh, they uh, they found me delightful. Great. <laughs> but, yeah, I love that. It's a rough even, road to walk. Yeah, they were like, oh, we had that Lauren here a while back, and nah, <laughs> not for us, but Matt, oh. We've met our players. It happens to be uh, April Fool's Day. Matt was telling us earlier that the custom in the UK is what? I believe it is meant to be that after noon, you, you, that's your limit. Yeah. Which, particularly when I was a touring comic and didn't have the occasional writing job, that was like, all right, I get to sleep through all of this bullshit. Sure. Wake but up, hear about joy. the best ones. Wake up, hear about the, I mean, let's just say it, hilarious articles in each of the newspapers. No, of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, they are... Guys, have you read some of these things? Oh, man. Sometimes there's... New York gone. (laughs) They're very mean. Like one today, I mean, they do April jokes, April Fool's jokes about things that really should be like, they were like, oh, there should be puppies as ball boys at tennis games. I was like, actually, yeah. What a great idea. What a a delightful idea, I say. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Are there any fans of April Fool's Day in the house or of pranks in general? I gotta say, uh, uh, I worked on the Jamie Kennedy experiment. Did you X people? Yeah, we had to X people because it was produced by the guys that produced Mad TV, and they yeah. brought me on because they got picked up for a back eight or whatever they call it in the show business. Yeah, and uh, uh, so I had to write pranks to prank people, and I'm not good at it. You're a monster. I'm really not good at it. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, and I don't want to. Have, I don't want people to think that I'm tricking them. Yeah. And the Jamie Kennedy experiment, I wasn't in I wasn't in the US at this time, but just to be clear, that's that thing where the TV industry experimented with making Jamie Kennedy famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, uh, it was like the uh, the Soul Manhattan happened. adjacent project. <laughs> it was a complete fizzle. Uh, uh, we lost a couple of mountaintops, but they, you know, I mean <laughs> Connecticut mountaintop. Were there any exes that you're proud of? Uh, There is footage of me. We did a prank where Jamie, we told everybody in Panama City during spring break. I'm sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to waste time. Mm. Uh, uh, Creed was playing at this club, this big outdoor club. And then, so all these meatheads come in, uh, ladies up a Creed and the state, the thing drops and it's Jamie Kennedy as this, this folk singer who's singing about abstinence and staying clean and being uh-huh. cool uh-huh. and uh, being high on life. And I was his guitar player. And uh, I, I was brutally hungover, <laughs> like gray-green hungover. Because <laughs> yeah. they flew me in the day before and I was drinking Cuervos by the pool yeah. like all night long. And we went to Benihana. It was, uh, it was horrible. Anyway, it's all in my book. I fucked up. I blame. <laughs> it was horrible, but uh, yeah. Was this great. purposeful? So you yeah. had the like hungover musician look. I had to play the guitar and sing backup, and oh. I was just like, "Oh my god!" And I had a fake beard on, and we were. But, uh, the, but we're, the stakes were low because everyone hated you from the jump. Anyway, oh, because hated, you were not the band that oh they had been god. told was playing. Yeah, yeah, they hated us. They Agreed. really truly hated. Are us. they angry people? They were angry. Yeah, they were all, they all their fists in the air. I'll never forget it. They all their fists in the air. Creed! And then they saw it was us, and then they all stopped, and then they all actively put their hands down. <laughs> wow. Just like they put them down. In like protest. Like they if an anemone their... gets rubbed by a weird fish and they retract, they just, <laughs> their, their arms retracted. Oh, my God. And anyway, who, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean who to babble. Reve- no, please. Uh, who revealed that the crowd had been X'd? 
Was it oh, you? It, was, it was him at the end, but, but you couldn't hear it because of the booze. Oh, <laughs> How do they react to being? Yeah, they were just. They kept calling us Bush League. That was what the, what I kept hearing. Ooh, oh, but you're Bush League. You. But you know what? The, the the girls loved it. The girls got it and laughed. And the the guys were meatheads, but all oh. the girls were like, because ah, they weren't really there great. to see Creed. They were there with their Creed loving men. Because, yeah, they were having a good time. They were they like, oh, you guys, oh, we're going to be on TV. They were. They got it. So yeah. it was fun. Anyway. Oh, God. What somebody got it. Anger doesn't shut down the rest of their fucking mental faculties. <laughs> <laughs> so th- a solid round thumbs down on pranks. Yeah. That's not going to work as far as dividing No, it people. really backfires. I did that. I did the the prank the girls all always play on their fathers when yeah. I was younger and called him and said I was pregnant with my boyfriend of like three years and he was delighted. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> this was supposed to be a bad thing. And he still brings it up. He's like, you never did. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, dad. Wow. <laughs> I could have been grandpa. I could have been happy. I'm sorry, daddy. God, that really brought it down in here, didn't it? My, my prank for today. Yeah. I, I love April Fools and this the, do I've you pranked, really I've pranked the four of you just now into thinking that I don't oh, oh my, and, my, and my double prank is that that is a lie and I do not like pranks oh, oh what a roller coaster Zagarino oh we got wow. Zed oh my god you're, you're Jordan Peele aren't you yeah, <laughs> my, my other my prank is that I am wearing blackface and I'm Jordan Peele <laughs> ooh alright and that's that's a prank on decency yeah that's just pranking sort of social norms yeah, that we should, that should not be doing. <laughs> All right, so uh, April Fool's is not going to work. Let's talk uh, Let's talk dinner. It's nearly dinner time. Mm. I'm starving. How do we like our steak? Do we, go, do we go rare? Do we go medium rare? Do we go well done like our idiot president? Or do we just uh, give uh, meat uh, a swerve anyway? Well, I don't eat meat, so I have my steak left in the kitchen. Oh, okay. That's how I take it. I see. I'm Anyone with, else? I'm with you. Or attached to the cow. I'm also with you. I, I leave it attached to the cow. Oh. I, I, I'm not full-on vegetarian. I still eat fish, and I will occasionally eat chicken because I get very tired. If I don't uh-huh. eat protein, and I'm bad at planning it, but I don't eat cows and I don't eat pigs. So Okay. Right. How long has that been going on, Zach? It was about a year. Really? Working on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, how long did it take you to feel the health benefits? I didn't. That's why I had to start <laughs> yeah, adding chicken back in. Oh, I see. It was okay. not a health thing for me. It was like a... Pigs are smart, and yeah. I like cows, and I, I follow too many Instagram accounts, like Happy <laughs> Highlands, where it's a bunch of like big, fuzzy Highland cows that I saw when I went to Scotland, and I love them very, very much, and I can't eat them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I feel tired because I'm bad at eating vegetarian. Yeah. You can't eat enough beans and eggs. It doesn't work. It's so. yeah. very difficult. Sorry, chickens. You're small dinosaurs, it's... and you're back on the menu a little bit in small <laughs> doses. I have an insanely high metabolism, and if I, and if I don't eat protein constantly, I get really, really weak and tired. Jeez. And, uh, uh, and so I tried to go vegetarian when I was younger. And uh, I remember it was just a brutal two months of just not being able to think straight and walking into walls. Oh, wow. Yeah, I went so vegetarian when I w- for, for one year when I was in high school. And my cousin used to tease me and be like, anorexic girl, anorexic girl. You know, because I, I it was, yeah, we have a great family. Did I not mention that? <laughs> Is Jamie Kennedy in your family? <laughs> You've your, been asked. Everybody been thinks you have an eating disorder. Uh, yeah, but it's it, a it good is, family. It's very... And if every girl isn't pregnant by 14, <laughs> then they are in trouble. 
You ain't far off. You ain't far off. But yeah, <laughs> being vegetarian is very difficult, like to do it right to get all that. But I tell you what, like I, uh, so I don't eat red meat very often, but uh-huh. it has to be medium rare. Like it can't be crispy. It can't still be mooing. But I just had the Impossible Burger for the first time. How is it? I'll be goddamned if that thing isn't medium rare and delicious. Like yeah. I was bull. I was like, please put this in the store so I can cook with it. I don't want to have to go to Umami Burger and pay nine thousand dollars. Guess who just did a rollout of it and. Limited markets. Who? It's your boy, the Burger King. Oh, really? what? Oh, that's oh my right. God. I saw that today. I prefer Burger King to a lot of fast food chains. But that's got to be an April Fool's joke, eh? It is well, not. it's already in Fat Burger. You I knew it's Fat that. Burger. And by sure. the way, you can and also the get the Beyond Burger, which is the other one of them, and you can buy that in stores. Okay. Oh, See, I mean, you can get the confused. Beyond Burger in Jersey for a limited time. <laughs> oh, now I don't remember if it's the Impossible Burger or the Beyond. It burger. is the Impossible that bur- Burger. That Burger King has. But I, I saw that Impossible today. Impossible yeah. Whopper was trending today, and so I clicked I on it and was disappointed to find out it was about food. Well, folks, we have division. We have two vegetarians. We have two former vegetarians. Today's troubled waters. We'll prove once and for all whether vegetarianism is worth it. Okay? Ooh. Two of you say yes. Two of you say no. Okay. okay. Let's. Okay. okay. Oh, the, by the way, the two who say yes, Matt and Zach. Hey, what's up? The two who say no, Blaine and Lauren. Hello. Okay. Hey, hi. Uh, so, worth it? Not worth it. These are your buzz-ins. Worth it? Not worth it. Keep those at the ready. You will need them as we move forward. We're going to start the show with a little round we like to call Win the News. Now, it's not enough just to watch and absorb the news anymore. you got to take a side. got to have a take. For this round, we're going to read you an actual news story, one you might not even think has two rational sides to it. You will be forced to take on the role of pundits and bitterly debate those sides anyway. Our story today is about the thing people seem to like to argue about more than anything else in the world. How someone else who is not them, not even in the same city or room as them, likes to eat their food. We're talking about bagels and the scandalized way that the internet reacted when a man committed the unforgivable sin of bringing a box of bagels to work for his co-workers. So, what did he do to uh, turn him into the most hated man on the internet? He ordered them bread sliced, which is apparently also known as St. Louis style. So you cut them on the other axis. I am from St. Louis. I grew up there. I, we have a lot of bullshit foods. I've never heard of this in my life. I don't, I'm not mad at it, but I've never heard of it in my Is it cool St. Louis style in St. Louis though or is it just in other places? Never heard of it. Like it's other not, towns like I tell you what I those St. Louis no guys did. I don't know. not called St. Louis style at all. Someone did it and decided to be like this is St. Louis and it's Yeah. Is it St. Louis? Don't you guys have toasted ravioli in yes, that your do. jam? Yes yeah. we do. And, and that's good the as shit. hell. Is yeah. that just you get a can of ravioli and like chuck it into the toaster and Well, you don't get a can of anything, Matt Kirshen. We have some self-respect. How you get dare some you? freshly made ravioli fry them. You put them in a can. (laughs) (laughs) They're really fucking good. They're super duper good. Anyway, bagel lovers, it's real good. It also explains your your complete accent-free voice. Yeah, is that so? Yeah. You're completely completely devoid of accent, which is good. I used to have a very strong St. Louis accent. Really? Yes. What is that? I lost it. It's uh, it's a lot. It's like long vowels. Ah. Uh, And you say like uh, New York. Okay. Highway Farty. Oh, I like it. Things like that. It's real weird. Do I what? Both or Warsh? My dad said Warsh, okay. but he was the only one I knew who did. What, what word would he be trying to say when he said that? Uh, wash. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so bagel lovers across Twitter freaked out. A guy named Alex Krautman uh, did a little tweet saying what a hit the bagels had been at his office. Here are some quotes. This isn't a hit. This is, hey, let me find the worst and cheapest way to feed 25 people with 12 bagels. 
blocked and reported. This poor person has obviously never had a good bagel. Otherwise, he wouldn't prioritize the cream cheese so hard. Uh, I work in a bakery that uh, makes bread and bagels every morning. If someone asked me to bread slice bagel, I'd refuse service. I have standards and a healthy respect. Okay, you know, you understand. People like to go fucking nuts. Jesus. Even PETA got in on it. Uh, but that might just be uh, them being happy that it wasn't them being the worst person on the internet. Uh, so Panera Bread, which was started in St. Louis, it's called St. Louis Bread Company in St. Louis, uh, gave him some free bagels. They even put out ads showing bagels sliced the St. Louis way. Seems so strange since I've which never is heard of it. with a samurai sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to win the news today, for win the news, to win the news today, I'm going to assign both teams a position totally randomly. You'll each get one minute to make your case. But because winning the news is not just about being right. It's about proving how wrong your opponent is. You will also each get 30 seconds to rebut the other team as well. Uh, team Current Vegetarians, you will take the side of Alec, the Bagel Butcher, Krautman's opponents. Okay? His Ooh. opponents. Yes. Okay, we're anti-what yes. he did. Why does he deserve all of the fury that is coming his way? You have one minute starting now. To cut a bagel like it is bread is, and this is, I'm probably not the first person to say this, the most anti-Semitic thing you could possibly do. Oh, You are right. removing the best part of the bagel, which is the top and the bottom, and giving everyone just a little bit of that so you can spread it to a lot of people. You are destroying one of the only Jewish cultural items to break into the American mainstream just it, so that you can feed more people with it. I'm sorry, that's exactly, infuriating. Exactly what Zach was saying. It's the great level of the bagel. Everyone has the same amount of open surface and baked surface right. this way he is clearly delineating a 99 percent one percent thing he is garnering resentment amongst the oh i'm sure some people were happy the people who got mostly the good bit yeah you know what happens when you slice a bagel bread style and you get to the middle you get two tiny pieces of bread what <laughs> yeah. the fuck are you supposed to do with those carl can't get a full slice of bread and the other person gets like a tiny sliver of bread that's horrible. So you're really just looking out for Carl at the end of the day. This is about Carl yeah. and okay. Jews across America. And I'm okay. so upset on Carl's behalf. Former vegetarians, you have one minute to be pro-sliced bagel the other way. First of all, I can't believe that you would think that this is anti-Semitic because the number one Jew in the universe Jesus, Jesus himself, would have wanted to feed as many people as possible. So that motherfucker would have broken that bagel down into smaller parts so that more people would eat. Do you Have you ever fucking looked at a bagel? That's too much food. It's too much food for breakfast. It's too much food for lunch. It's too much food for dinner. It's too much food for in between. You need to cut it and share it with as many people as possible. Also, you want to give as much locks to yourself as possible? You want to put as much cream cheese in the, in the universe as possible? Slice that shit. It's just physics. Uh, when I eat a bagel, I cut it in half. I eat a half of it, and I take the other half, and I tear it into pieces, and I throw it on the roof so the crows can eat it because it's too much bagel for one person. I think slicing it is per perfect. It distributes everything. And to your point, uh, it, get, it turns the edge of the bagel into a treat. You don't overeat. You don't mm -hmm. go to sleep at work, mm -hmm. which is the whole point. Mm -hmm. You don't waste food and you don't fall asleep at work. Isn't that what we all want out of life? Cosine, cosine. You know what you could make? A tiny lock sandwich with those yeah, a little tiny. Just a tiny, a tiny little, little cute sandwich. A little finger sandwich. Maybe you have a tiny friend who needs a tiny sandwich. I'm always I like that tiny burger sandwich. Those, like King's King Rolls. Hell those yeah. Hawaiian King Rolls. Oh, are they good? Oh, it's, oh, look at me. I'm like Andre the Giant. All right. <laughs> 
Team Current Vegetarians, oh. why is the St. Louis Slice Bagel absolutely wrong? Believe, why are they wrong? I cannot believe I'm sitting next to a fucking, like, let them eat cake argument. You yeah. think people want to eat a tiny sandwich? Tiny. Is the point of food entertainment to you? Did, did Jesus feed the 5,000 miserably and cheaply and unequally? Did he heal lepers just like a, all of the lepers, but only a little bit? They yeah. mostly still had leprosy? Oh, the edge of your body. Just you have a thin layer of no leprosy around the outside. Side. I also take issue with the idea that Jesus Christ, founder of the biggest religion on the fucking planet, is the number one Jew <laughs> in the world. I don't love that argument. And per also, se. how is half Five a seconds. bagel too much food? Oh, I didn't realize we were arguing against throw a couple it. of like pigeons. All right, <laughs> throw it on a roof. Your time is up. How dare you? Your time is up. Rebut their arguments, team former vegetarians. You're completely wrong. <laughs> 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 completely wrong. The end. Uh, wow. Hey, All right. I didn't know we could go with low blows. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm thinking about it. I am. Uh, I'm sympathetic to the St. Louis style of uh, of slicing a bagel. I think it's totally fine. You get a little I, slice of bagel. You maybe toast it up a little bit. You can still put cream cheese on it. Still very nice. Can I say when I saw it, I was like, "What a brilliant idea!" I had it's never not a even thought idea. of it. And you know what? Sometimes you want a whole bagel, and sometimes you don't. Yeah. And yeah. people that cut. Donuts up. This is a completely different side argument. People that cut donuts up at work incense me. Oh yeah, no, that's they incense me like Spencer's no, gifts. I like yes. that. Can I? I like that. I am pro cutting up donuts. I, I want to eat a little I'm, bit of a yeah, bunch of donuts. I agree. I am completely with my teammates on this. But here, and, but and can the, I also say that the truly correct way to eat a bagel is to mince it up and then eat it with a spoon. Oh, <laughs> All right, that, you're well, no, like that. hold Get on, out. hold on. That's traditionally like correct. <laughs> a bagel is actually matzo ball soup. <laughs> Oh, deconstructed. Uh, That's uh, not true. April Fool's. It's sort of like, <laughs> that's sort of like a uh, like a uh, a Jewish army uh, pass. Yes, yes, it's a Jewish MRE. <laughs> uh, listeners at home, you can participate and win the news. We collect suggestions from current events, items, and trending battles, but we would also love to hear what you want us to make our guests argue over. If a story pops up that you think would make a good win the news segment, tweet it to us at Troubled Pod. We use your story. We'll give you a shout out on the show. The end of round one. Uh, former vegetarians have it. But I mean, you start off at an advantage. It's a St. Louis story. There. All right. Now it's time for a round we are calling Death and Taxes. This is going to be fun. Uh, this episode is dropping on tax day when we all wake up early and see what proportion of our stockings the tax man has taken. And we thought there would be no better way to celebrate than by doing a quick fire trivia round where all of the answers either sound like the word ta taxes or rhyme with the word death. It'll make sense once we start. Probably. Love it. Love it. It's a buzz in <clears throat> round, so buzz in with your buzz in words, which are... Worth it. Or... Not worth Not it. Not worth it. Very good. Not worth it. Okay, question number one. Buzz Complete it. the name of this film by Vim Vendors. Paris? Worth it. Not worth it. Uh, Worth it, Texas. Arkansas. Yes, it was Texas. Uh, what do you call cars which you can hail on the street that will drive you to your chosen destination for Worth a fee? It. Taxis. Taxis is correct. Are uh, you positing that the word taxis and the word Texas rhyme with taxes, Dave? They No, it's things that rhyme with death or sound like Texas. Got it. I am Listen I up. now understand. All right. <laughs> uh, my female sibling works in the computer industry. We call her R. Worth it. Oh, Not worth, worth it. it. Linux. Worth, no. Tech support. Ta no, you were so it. close. Ta uh, Texas. Texas is correct. Oh, so good. Yes. Uh, question number four. Rock band The Gossip have a lead singer whose first name is? Worth it. Beth. 
Beth is correct. Uh, question number five. You should always say no when offered crystal... N- not, worth it. Not, not worth meth. it. Meth is correct. I got meth. It's actually uh, figurines of animals. <laughs> uh, question number six. What is the opposite of no? Worth it. Yes. Yeah. Yeth is correct. <laughs> <laughs> question number seven. Who in Judaism, Christianity, Mandaism, and Islam was the third son of Adam and Eve? Worth it. Worth it. Seth. Seth is correct. Uh, question number eight. If some okay. guy talks about donkeys all the time, you could say he... Not worth it. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. You're the closest so far. Worth it. What? Yeah. Loves Shrek. No. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no. Get out of here. Go. Just go. Get your, get your parking lot. Uh, he took go. away 10 points? <laughs> I parked on the street. You don't own me. Yeah. Uh, it worth it. Yeah. Talks asses? Talks Talks asses. Yeah, talks ass. Oh, talks ass. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a stretch. Question number nine. Well, they're all a stretch. I love Have you been it. paying attention? I, I'd sit it. They're not good stretches. Me. They're good, healthy stretches like yoga. Uh, question number nine. <laughs> if a murderer with a hatchet comes toward us, what do you think he wants? Not worth it. Yeah. Death? No. Uh, worth it? Yeah. To access? Yes. Yeah. I wanted you to get that so bad. I, I would think that death would also count. <laughs> he wants yeah. death. You would think that, but it doesn't. Question number ten. I'm uh, going to take that to court later. <laughs> I stand. I support you. I stand with you. Uh, what do you call the chocolate bars that have a caramel layer on top of a cookie or biscuit that comes in packs of two? Not worth it. Not worth, worth, it. worth it. it. Worth it. Teth? No. <laughs> Twex. Twixes. Yeah. Okay. Question number 11. And our final question A sassy clock makes what noise? Oh, uh, not worth it. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. 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 Wait, wait. I need to be walking through that one because I think I'm going to like it when I get it, but I don't. Like tick, uh, tick, tick, but sassy. <laughs> You're like, no. No. I, I lost, no. I, I lost no. the initial uh, uh, force behind the uh, the delivery the first time, and I kind of kind of lost. The clock you guys. just loses the T, and this. Okay, all right, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's good. It's good. Oh my god, Texas! I'm a clock. <laughs> Texas. We're gonna take a little break. We'll be right back with more troubled waters after this break. Hi, it's Ali Kokesh, one of the cast members of Mission to Zix, a new addition to the Max Fun Network. We're blown away by the welcome we've received from Max Fun listeners, telling us you've discovered the show and are binging it hard, supporting us during the drive, and just being rad humans all around. Mission to Zix is an improvised, obsessively sound designed sci fi comedy epic following a group of ambassadors as they explore the ass end of space. I play Dar, the 12-foot-tall omnisexual security officer with furry scales, chest talons, and a series of flaps and shoots that are for... Nah, you know what, you'll figure it out. We'd be delighted if you joined our crew aboard the aging, sentient starship, the Bargerian Jade, as we travel the Zix Quadrant, meeting all sorts of weird aliens played by brilliant guest comedians. That's Mission to Zix, Z-Y-X-X. Hello and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us, playing for team former vegetarian Blame Blame? Blaine Kapach (laughs) and Lauren Ashley Bishop, current vegetarians, Zach Reno and Matt Kirshen. Now, I'm kind of a vegetarian, still eating fish and chicken. Well, (laughs) but you know what I mean. 
Yeah. No. You, on, on the right we're team. We're rounding you up. On the, the right vegetarian. team for sure. Just there's a lot of real vegetarians out there, like my mom, who've been doing it right for forever. Uh-huh. Don't want to step on on their their turf. Are you gonna get okay. hate mail after yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, from your mom? So <laughs> I don't, I don't want my will. mom to dunk on me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say for a long time I was uh, quite a while I was pescatarian. And the thing that honestly made me give up fish was I got fed up saying I'm pescatarian. Oh, you see? Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. the conversation was enough to turn me onto full vegetarianism. Yeah, it's, it's not great to say. I was like, oh, yeah, word. I do eat yeah. fish sometimes. And I just got so annoyed saying that that I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm vegetarian now. It's a weird one. So it's time for a round we're calling The Hill That I Will Die On. <laughs> this is a new round that we're trying out using calls from you, the listener. Yes, you. We asked you to call in with your most unpopular opinions. We're looking for the things that can result in a shouting match, even with your closest of friends. We're talking about the very types of things that we use to divide up teams here on the show. Like, should a grilled cheese sandwich be allowed to have any meat, even bacon? Uh, should songs longer than five minutes be banned at karaoke? Yes. 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 Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, karaoke should be banned. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. See, let's not, okay. let's not go crazy. Let's know what crazy. you're singing before you pick it. Yes. I always sing the kinks because it's over in two minutes. Two minutes. You're in, you're out. Two minutes. Once, very drunkenly, they had Dynamo Hum by uh, Frank Zappa. And I I was like, oh, this, everyone will love this. And then I got up and it's like, (laughs) oh, "Oh, this is nine minutes and almost completely spoken word. (laughs) And they wouldn't let me turn it off. Like, I was like, could we just not do this anymore? And they wouldn't stop. You're in. You're in. in. It's a blood pack. You're doing it. (laughs) Not return your sword to its sheath unbloodied. (laughs) (laughs) You're singing the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. (laughs) (laughs) So we got some listener calls. We're going to make each team take one minute to either defend or tear down that unpopular opinion. Uh, to make the game a little more challenging, you will not get to pick which side you're we on. So you might find yourself having to die on the hill of an opinion you don't share. You might just die on a hill. Sometimes people just die on hills, I mean, and it's an accident. It's the American dream. Uh, for okay, our first call, Team Current Vegetarians, and I can see that your uh, your energy levels are dipping because yep. you have not had enough protein today. I'm gonna have you go first. <laughs> I'm have you go first. You're gonna disagree with this caller, uh, Team Former Vegetarian. You will be agreeing. Let's start now. Hi, my name is Aaron, and I really like fried chicken. I really like waffles, but I don't understand fried chicken and waffles together. It's just two good foods that I don't usually want at the same time on the same plate. There's no synergy. It may as well be pizza and spaghetti. Also, it's usually served with Belgian waffles, which are massively overrated. I will die on this hill. That is all. Bye. Uh, you got to disagree with the caller on uh, chicken and waffles. Team current vegetarian. I mean, <laughs> how fucking dare you, right? Who are you to tell people how they can eat chicken and waffles together? Also, spaghetti and pizza, delicious <sighs> together. Yeah, really th- good. The East Coast has, I think, spaghetti pizza, where you could literally, they have it, spaghetti burger, spaghetti pizza. They put these things together. It's great. It's two good things together. It's not like one is a sweet and one is a is a savory. Well, chicken and waffles. Kind but of chicken and waffles yeah, is, is a sweet, the savory. You're, you're is a, undermining your is own a argument. It's a perfect combination, though. And you know what? Guess who agrees? The American economy. Because guess what? It's served everywhere, and you can buy it that way because it's very good. It's, if it's you were sweet, right, you wouldn't be able to buy it anywhere. Sweet and savory together. It's the kettle corn of food. And kettle corn is great. Kettle corn is pretty good. It's one good thing, caramel. Another good thing, popcorn. Yum. And also, uh, a waffle is just like a little table. Yeah. And isn't it nice to have the idea of furniture accompanying your meal? Mm-hmm. Team former. You get to feel like a giant. Vegetarians, you must... Uh, now rebut that argument. Listen, I understand. You start with little chicken. You get to the end of it. I'm still a little hungry. You know what I would? I could really go for breakfast. <laughs> but 
I think where that where uh, what you need to understand there is uh, self control is very important, especially in public. You're always on camera. It's 2019. Your face is being identified, and they know that you're a glutton. Wait till you get home. Pull your blinds. Have your waffles at home. Oh. Honestly, I mean. You have chicken and you have waffles. One is a dinner food. One is a breakfast food. Am I correct in this? Do you go to your Wednesday meetings on Fridays? No, you don't. You want to eat your chicken and your waffles separately, okay? Well, it's delicious, I think. I was uh, I was waiting to be dissuaded from the idea that it's, uh, that it's delicious, but it is. You uh, can make a little taco out of it. With your little waffle and chicken in the middle and dip it in some uh, maple syrup. Yeah, it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That shit's real good. I, Point I, goes to the current vegetarians. Gotta be honest, never had it. No? Really? Had it maybe twice. It's good. Never had never had fried chicken, never had waffles. Oh, shut up. Stop. Never, never in my life. Hand to God. Wow. What? You, you've never had fried chicken? Nope. And you've never had a waffle? Nope, ever in my life. Not even. No. Omelet, never had an omelet. Never had French toast. Wait, what I've have never you had? had? I've never had soda. What the? Never fuck had can, a candy bar. What is happening in this room right uh, now? Uh, Are you a Jehovah's Witness? What's got like? It's like you've never had a birthday. Uh, never had. Oh, sorry. I'm, my headphones are picking up uh, somebody's uh, uh, bodega order downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, April yeah, I've had Fools all that stuff. Uh, what? April Fool's is such a scary day. It really is. You I worried everything. me there, Blaine. You worried me. I didn't think I was going to be able to get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Started down a riff road. Oh, it's getting dark. It's getting Hansel and Gretel in here. We have one more call. Hi, Trouble Bladders. This is Tara from Alaska. Oh. I'm actually calling with an unpopular opinion. I love ASMR. And a lot of people around me think it's creepy, including my boyfriend. He doesn't like when I listen to it to fall asleep because he thinks it's real weird. Uh, thank you. Bye. Former vegetarians, you must uh, disagree with the caller. ASMR is the worst. Can we just do a quick demonstration sure. of what ASMR sure. is? Sure, sure. Is it like... Well, no, it's not that. <laughs> Jesus, really it's like it's, it is, it's not it, like a it, chipmunk it, oh, attack. It's that. Oh God! It's oh, God. that clicking. It is that in that it's noise, but it's, it's noise. not. It's it like, is a, a traditionally pleasant noise. It sounds like chewing, or or brushing your hair, yeah. or the sound of scissors trimming. Can we just it's have just, Lawrence yes, version again? Like that. Very, <laughs> it's very very soothing sounds. Uh, it's I, soothing I sounds. myself, I am am repulsed by the sound of chewing to the point where I will sit there and have a heart attack before I say something. Uh. But it drives me nuts. So it, it's uh, 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 sometimes like when I hear plosive peas or like mouth sounds, I, I get very overreactive about it. Some people are super into it and uh, it gets them like a uh, super rocks offy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's very, it, it gets into fetish really quick. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's here, not for here, here, listen, 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 listen. Yeah, fingernails. This, this finger- goes to sleep today. Fingernails on stuff. Yeah. Woo! But it's not. No, it's really not. Please stop that. Stop it. But there is that. What if that's my personal ASMR? What if that's my personal noise that I fall asleep to? Oh, then you're a monster. Well. Uh, team, current vegetarians. Can, can we make Why a- is ASMR great? Listen. For one minute, starting now. Is sometimes ASMR a very voluptuous Russian woman talking into a mic at a very high pitch for long periods of time? Yes. Yeah, I think in rebuttal to Lauren and... 
Flames. We should just show you how wonderful it can be. Suggestions. And this, I just... This is just going to be a time for you to kind of relax. Take a deep breath in. And just let yourself be looked after. And just... Oh. just We have a, a kind of assortment of sounds for you today. This is the top of a soda stream bottle. Just kind of tap, tap, tapping the, the cap on the bottle. <laughs> no! Or a no! <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I have a nose whistle. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. A chip, a, chi a chipmunk, and an old-timey entertainer from a from a circus came in with a nose whistle and a, and a chipmunk. But we're gonna we're gonna bring you back to a happy place. Just some gentle brushing. I'm gonna brush this doll's hair real quick. This is just a nice doll that I found on eBay. Your minute is up, and I'm oddly turned on. Um, it's like right. the worst foley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you get points for that one, too. Current vegetarians, you've convinced me. ASMR is a societal good. And hot. Uh, right? Yes, it is. Uh, okay, if you out there, dear listener, want to be featured on an upcoming segment of Troubled Waters, give us a ring. 323-300-4984. Don't do what's being done right now. Give us your unpopular opinions, your drinking stories, your worst Tinder tales. Anything you feel like sharing with us. If you uh, don't want to pay those, stop it. If you don't want to pay those international calling fees, just leave our producer a voice memo at troubledwaterspod at gmail.com. Don't forget uh, to leave the number last four numbers of your social security number and your mother's maiden name. <laughs> now it is time for a new game of ours we are calling TV the Musical. Broadway season is gearing up. We're celebrating TV, the medium that uh, is chock full of theater kids who never quite made it to the stage. We're going to play you a series of clips that have been featured in musical numbers on non-musical TV shows. So some of these are reminders of why these people work in TV and not Broadway. So uh, keep that in mind. Keep your team names at the ready, worth it or not worth it, uh, because you will buzz in when you know the name of the show. Clip number one. Our facilities are excellent. You couldn't ask for more. As long as you avoid the bathrooms on the second floor. This is Dr. Cox. I'll be giving him your choice. Worth it. Worth it. That is Scrubs. That was Scrubs from their musical episode. Oh, I was going to say NBC Nightly News. Oh, <laughs> you would have been so close. Uh, clip number two. I'm your super friend. Jesus. Super Worth it. Is it Worth The it. Wire? No. 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 <laughs> that musical episode? I'm going to go with a Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. No. Did you see that, though? No, it was too dark. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> turn it. off this dark! Now, actually, you know what? That joke doesn't work. It would be too bright in there. Oh, not worth it. Yeah. Is it The Flash? It was The Flash. Yes! Also would have ex uh, accepted Supergirl because it was a crossover. Uh, clip number oh. three. Is the last duet, last chance to go again. No more harmony for you and me. Not worth it. Yeah. Is it Fox News? Mm, you're close. Damn. Is it a, a Jersey Mike's Boys? <laughs> about a bunch of guys in Jersey that work at a Jersey Mike's and they sing about like oil and oh, vinegar that's and Mike's wish, way. extra cheese. That's Mike's, Mike's way. way. Oh man, that's Love a big that finale. Song. I cry every time oh. when I do Mike's way. <laughs> Incorrect. Veg? I have no idea. No, it was Oz. It was Oz. They was did a it musical really? episode, yeah. 
Why? They did a musical episode and I they showed you heart. Luke Perry's dick. I want Not some the same week. brains. <laughs> I want courage. This is tough because I Different avoid us. all musical episodes of of shows that they do. That. It just they make me so uncomfortable. Yeah, I know it's gross. Right? Oh, Eve. Uh, clip number four. Worth it. Yes. What is uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? It's always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I sing that song every time I buy a pack of Dayquil and Nightquil. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Dayquil. Oh, fighter of the Nightquil. By the way, they also wrote a full musical based on that one episode I know. that I've never seen, but is apparently fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. They also did a second musical episode that apparently is so filthy we can't even I'm sure. address it at all. Uh, clip number five. We'll see it through. It's what we're always here to do. So we will walk. Through the fire. Ew. So one by one. Who said ew? Me. <laughs> that was Zach. I guess my friends can't face the cold. But why I froze. Oh, uh, uh, not worth it. Yeah. This is from Transformers Rise of the Autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, anyone? Five, four, three. Two, one. That was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, ah. fuck. I knew you were going to play one of those, but yes, I never watched that series long enough she to get to that so episode. She young. I know. Wow. I said you to a series I really like, but I never saw that episode. It's mm-hmm. weird. That's weird. And also, that could have been, that wasn't necessarily Sarah Michelle Gellar. I don't know who that was. Who was it, it almost definitely was. <laughs> was it? The voice at the end? Yeah. Oh. I think so. Okay. Well, you would know. I don't. Uh, clip number six. Worth it. Yeah. Is it Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No. We okay. just did Not that. Not worth Oh, yeah. Just that's why it was in my head. Yeah. Just did that. That's one. why I was thinking of that. Is it Grey's Anatomy? No. Oh. Worth it. But keep that in mind. Yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No. <laughs> Zach. No. Guys, I, I got this. Okay. All in the Family. It's not All in the Family, no. It was I, Riverdale. Guys, I don't uh, got this. Oh. It was Riverdale. Oh, with Michael Flatley. That's River Dance. Oh, Riverdale with, with Michael, Archie. Oh, with Michael Flatley. No. no. As Jughead? No, no, no. no. It's, it's Riverdale. Oh, let's get Mad TV it's, back on the air so I can pitch Riverdale with no, uh, it's, Jughead it's, River Dancing. It's Riverdale's the one with them all dancing very good with their, you know. With their arms straight? Yes, Riverdale. It's like, yeah. it's like a, the soccer it's dance. River dance. No, no, no. no Riverdance River is the one in the high school. No. No, Riverdale is Archie. It's Archie who fucks. That's oh, great. It's, okay. It's fun show. And that's why he's not moving his arms? Because he's fucking yes. so hard. Yeah. That's how Archie fucking. fucks. How, that's old his were, how old were you when you found out that that was the best way to have sex? <laughs> what, like a fish in the bottom <laughs> of a rowboat? <laughs> <laughs> Clip number seven. And this town needs a man who can stop this reign of terror catching bad guys like flies. When he's given room for error. A man who sees clues almost if they were a lighting. Gets accused to confess because his hair is so exciting. I'm almost sure that that is Nathan Fillion. Oh. But I don't know. Mm. What's the one where he's the, okay, I should I should formally say, worth it. Yes. <laughs> what is the series where Nathan <laughs> Fillion is not the detective, but the writer that follows the detective around? Is that Castle? It's Castle. Yes. My guess is Castle. It's not Castle. Okay. Is it great? not worth it? Grey's Anatomy? No. Damn. 
Not Worth It Is It Car Talk from NPR. <laughs> was <laughs> that, were clack? those Click and Clack, the Tapper Brothers? By the way, I <laughs> have it. This guy's talking about Subarus for I hours. have it on good authority that Click and Clack, when they were doing it, added all the laughs later. What? They would just talk and then just everything that they laughed laugh? at. I did that to my act yes. on the way home in the car. And they would pepper them in <laughs> later on. That's why they were literally always laughing. Oh, man. It's never funny. Uh, that was uh, Santa Barbara Skies from the USA series Psych. That uh, was which was nice. on the air for uh, eight seasons for a bonus point. You know what? For five bonus points, can anyone name a single character from that show? Sykes? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh. The psychic man. Oh. James. James Psych. Brain reader. <laughs> <laughs> James brain reader Psych. James brain reader, a.k.a. Psych to his friends. Oh, uh, well, I can name one. Psych? No, I can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, April Fools. Yeah, I couldn't either if you gave me all day long to think about it. Clip number eight. One of two things. He will admit to everything. Or he'll say he's just not the same. And you'll begin to wonder why you came. Where did I go wrong? Not worth it. Anal Asian six. No. (laughs) Anal Asian five. five. Uh, (laughs) Not worth it. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. That is correct. Doing sort of a version of the phrase "How to Save a Life," which they had unleashed upon the world a few seasons earlier. I don't mind that song. It's great. Mm -hmm. I don't mind it. Uh, I would have stayed up with you all night had I known how to save a life. Zachary, now. That's great, guys. Giving sun song. coming up as you're hitting Henderson. Oh, man. <laughs> We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we're the hosts of Everything's Coming Coming Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Every episode we cover a different episode of The Simpsons that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright. I got a D minus, I passed! And we've also had people that are on the Max Fun Network already. We've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. I was just uh, struck by how sharp the writing is. I mean, that's no surprise because it's The Simpsons, but I mean, like, you can't say that about a lot of of TV shows, particularly ones that at that point had been on the air for 14 years. Find us on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, smell you later. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing for Vegetarianism is Worth It, Zach Reno and Matt Kirshen. Playing for Vegetarianism is Not Worth It, Lauren Ashley Bishop and Blaine Kapach. Our next round is called The Legend of Florida Man. Now, listeners may have feared that our old pal Florida man would get left behind with our old show, but you need not worry. As long as the state of Florida is popping up on police scanners, we will be celebrating its achievements in poorly done crime. So for this game, we're going to present you with three Florida man stories. One is real, two are fake. I'm going to read each story. Each team will tell me which story they think is the real one. Got it? Got it. Okie dokie. Number one, Florida man accidentally lights his own drug stash on fire. Uh, Nate Skerritt inadvertently revealed his hidden stash of marijuana after cops responded to a routine noise complaint. Skerritt was hanging out with friends at Ponte Vedra Beach, I guess is how you say that, when he saw police heading his way. He attempted to throw his stash of marijuana into the ocean, but an oncoming gust of wind caused the stash to fall short and land directly in a nearby bonfire. 
Uh, Skerritt was charged with possession. The, t- the teens around the bonfire were asked to keep it down. Uh, number two, Florida man gets in fistfight over flip-flops in area bars, no shoes, no service policy. A spring break excursion turned violent Friday evening when a manager at Dirty Harry's Pub and Package in downtown Daytona Beach attempted to eject vacationer Chad Payton from the bar, citing his flip-flops not being within the bar's dress code. Payton objected to the insistence on closed-toe shoes, leading to a violent altercation between himself and bar employees. And finally, Florida man gives map of own drug locations to undercover agents. Archer resident Rodney Hayden was arrested outside a sporting goods store for attempting to smuggle cocaine into the country. Officials reported that the smuggler Hayden hired to transport the drugs was an undercover agent whom Hayden had provided with a detailed map of the locations. Uh, okay, current vegetarians, which of those do you think is real? A, and show your work. It's a Okay, yeah. The first one, to me, smells of creative juices right uh, feels that it has been created by a, a forger a forgerer it feels mm-hmm. like it's a combination of the funeral scene from the big lebowski <laughs> and yes and a movie with teens um <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's gonna it's gonna be either flip-flops or the last one to me i i uh do you have strong feelings either way i here's the thing i feel like a fight over trying to wear flip-flops into a closed-toe-shoe-only bar is a daily occurrence in it's Florida. All, right, so why would it be a news story? Right, so I do feel like that one is true or has happened, but I do th- also think that it is not the key it's, one that we, we are deigned to find. It's better if it's the third one. Okay. And for that reason, I think I'm comfortable saying that it's the person that gave a map of, of their own cocaine. Okay. He, smog- he smuggled cocaine into the country. He mm-hmm. did that part right. Mm-hmm. And then he just gave it to a double agent. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so, I feel like that's a solid Florida move. That feels... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feels do right. 90% of it right and then just at the last minute peel off to one side. Sure. Of the country. You just... Yeah, you take away. a sort mm-hmm. of 40 to 50 degree right turn at the last second. There you go. All right. So a guess and some notes for our writers from Team Vegetarian. Uh, team former <laughs> vegetarian, what do you think? I, as soon as you started talking about the flip-flop situation, I was like, yeah, that's money. That's very Florida. But the moment you said the guy that got kicked out of the bar was Chad, I knew that shit was real. Yeah. I, I, that, is, that is my hunch. When you say that, like in the first story, that, that the weed started burning and then everyone got quiet, I'm suspect of that. Mm-hmm. I have That's a- something a narc would say. Over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I, uh, oh no, my lid blew onto that bonfire. Over. Just watch, it's that one and we're all Take wrong. the shot. <laughs> Jeremy, take the shot. Like, I haven't smoked weed in a long time, but I don't remember being very quiet when I did. Sure. I remember, like, things being very funny. I don't know, weed is pretty strong nowadays. I feel it like is. I smoke it, can it lift once it, a it year. It can lift ten times its own body weight. Ant weed. Weed, you so strong. It can. I, I saw. I saw some weed lifting a huge breadcrumb. <laughs> <laughs> the size of a Volkswagen. So all right, we got uh, team current yeah. vegetarian saying uh, number three. Team former vegetarian. Do we agree? Number two. What do you think? Uh, uh, the other one is is plausible. The cocaine one, the plausible? Cocaine, the co- I think it's the cocaine one. You do? Yeah, because I think I read it. Oh, mm. no. You a cheat. 
<laughs> You're a cheat of the game. I got to be honest. Full disclosure. I think I, you know what? I, uh, 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 I have a Florida detector because I think everybody has a Florida detector at this point. Is there any and, Florida in here right now? No, no I follow no. Florida man on, on Twitter and it is one of the greatest oh, joys sure. of my day. It's you, real. But Blaine it's a reckons treat. he has Florida. I really do. I have Flodar. Listen, I'm going to... I really do. And I, I, stand... and I think cocaine cocaine scans... And also, cocaine is actually more dangerous than anything else. It's this, one of the things that's still more heavily regulated. I, I stand by my judgment of people named Chad, but I defer to the Florida... To, to our Florida so man. Florida, you think I, I is Florida this good for the competition if all four of us choose the same one? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. We've got somebody on the phone right now who can reveal the answer. On the line right now is documentary filmmaker Theo Love, whose latest documentary has a title that might reveal who's right. It's called Cocaine Island, and it's based on oh! one of the aforementioned three stories. So, Theo, let's kill the suspense here. Tell us, what was the real story? The real story uh, is even crazier than, than even you made it sound. This guy just hears a story of 70 pounds of cocaine buried on an island off the coast of Puerto Rico. And, and he goes on this crazy treasure hunt, and he doesn't realize that all of his partners on that treasure hunt are uh, Homeland Security agents. <laughs> wow. So how did you get this guy to actually appear in the documentary? The whole thing is about how bad he was at this. Did he know he was appearing in the documentary, or was that just another map that led that into an too? interview room? Or was he just very high on cocaine? <laughs> I have I have a question. So, Wait, hold on. No, uh, oh, okay, okay. Theo, how did you get him? So, uh, so this guy watches a lot of movies. He watches a lot of movies. And so, you know, probably his biggest inspiration for how to, to go about dealing cocaine was to watch Scarface a bunch of times. Oh, sure. So right. by the time I called him... He was waiting to turn this into a movie. He really was. Did, did he and not? So it, it didn't take much convincing at all. Did he not think to watch a movie that ends well for the dealer? <laughs> yeah, like Mary Poppins or something. <laughs> yeah. So, so when this guy had the information to get to where the cocaine was buried in the first place, was that information fed to him by people on the inside, or did they need to entrap this guy because he was the one that knew where the cocaine on this island was? Well, so. He heard this story from an old hippie who lived in the woods behind his house. Oh, the uh, magic the, hippie. <laughs> I love it. This is fantastic. Uh, this guy named Julian, he's he's barefoot all the time, hasn't worn shoes in 20 years. Florida, and, sure. Uh, walks with a staff, I kid you not. Um, and he, he tells this story about saving sea turtles in Puerto Rico, and he's walking on the beach, and a duffel bag full of cocaine washes up. And he's terrified, doesn't know what to do with it. Uh, you can't take it to the police. So he just buries it. And, you know, he comes back to Florida and has a great story to tell. So, um, so I mean, Rodney, this guy, he, he just had a story. He just had a story the whole time. I mean, the only, um, the only cocaine that he ever touched was uh, Homeland Security cocaine. So it's, so it's like one of, it's a weird sort of oblique sting. This thing in which it is this thing in which no one is the actual criminal. It's a terrible, <laughs> it's a, it's a terrible Goonies sequel. Yeah, it does it's, feel pretty entrapmenty when he didn't actually have any coke. He just had the idea that he might maybe get some coke one day. <laughs> just like oh, I yeah. heard that there is coke somewhere. Also, like you definitely could just bring it to the police, hippie. <laughs> like that is where that story potentially. Like, you don't have to he, bury it. He never even got to do the cocaine. This is the saddest part of that story. So, so oh, how much did, did this guy do? A lot of time. So at the end of the day, he he didn't. 
Uh, he should have. Uh, there was like a minimum man- mandatory um, for the amount of cocaine that he was trying to, to traffic. Um, and so he should have gotten 10 years. But the judge honestly felt like it was just a, such a ridiculous story uh, that he kind of waived that um, based on a technicality and slapped him on the wrist and gave him 60 days and a bunch of community service. You're too um, dumb to do jail. But also, like, good for you, Judge, because what an insane yeah. standard that is for a nonviolent offense. Agreed. Yeah. Minimum mandatory yeah. of 10 years for possession and distribution. Possession of and distribution of drugs that washed aren't. up. A law enforcement fake map sent you to. It wasn't even the real drugs. Wow. I, I, I don't think... I don't, I've never considered myself to be someone who would fare well in prison, but I do think I would outlast him. Yeah. yeah. Just in, like, I think he would day one follow a map to a shiv. That's a good update for your <laughs> Wikipedia page, though. Yeah. <laughs> so there are Florida men all up in this movie. Do you have any other Florida man stories that you think would uh, make good documentaries, Theo? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I really don't think that you can go wrong with any of them. I really think that the the side characters are what make um, are what make our film so special. Yeah. But any, any Florida man story, I mean, you it's not just the man. You get you get the wife, you get the you know the cousin, the friend, the neighbor, the the you know barefooted hippie in the backwoods. I mean, Florida is just a wonderful state. I mean, I. I, we, we laugh about it, but I had a great time uh, making this movie with all of these characters. I mean, it's just it's just a weird, wonderful part of America. The Redneck Riviera is a beautiful place. Yeah. It is a beautiful place. I had an aunt that lived in Mobile, Alabama. I spent a summer there once. Really? It's a summer. I, uh, I know that uh, 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 Devil Went Down to Georgia and Life's Been Good by Joe Walsh were on the radio constantly. So really? it was that summer. Just back and forth between yeah. the two. Uh, so that was any summer between 19... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a... To the uh, present day. I think it was 1787. I think it's <laughs> what I wrote on my hand. Until present. Until present. Until yeah, until question mark, because we parted! <laughs> so Cocaine Island, where can we see Cocaine Island, Theo? It's on Netflix. Nice. Great. Oh, cool. Theo Love, thank you for joining us. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is fun. That makes it three rounds to two, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a vegetarian now. I've given it up. I was going to go to Burger M on the way home. Guess what? Not doing it anymore. <laughs> everyone Actually, follow, I still am. Everyone tomorrow. Fo- I'm going to start tomorrow. Everyone follow Happy Highlands on Twitter. Look at those big fluffy cows. Oh. They're going to love it. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. It's well, congratulations, vegetarians. Uh, right. Now, uh, is there anything you want to plug and then to offset the ego karma, something else that someone else did that you want the world to know about? Lauren, Ashley, Bishop, L-A-B. L-A-B. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Bell Lauren, like Southern Bell Lauren. Um, but I would really like for you to pick up my bud, Emily Heller's new album, mm. Ice Thickeners, because not only is it hilarious, uh, she's amazing. She's so funny. She's so great. Thank you. Zach? Heck yeah. Uh, me and my writing partner, Jessica McKenna, have an album out called The Calendar Album. It's, uh, it's musical. It's written. It's got music in it. You can listen to it on Spotify and buy it wherever you can buy albums. Great. You like comedy, musical comedy albums? That's your thing. The Double Clicks also just kickstarted uh, their album. So uh, it, it has already been funded, but I'm sure you can pre-order it and support it for when it comes out, when, which will be somewhat soon and will be 100% great. Awesome. Thank you, Zach. Blanca Patch. 
Uh, of course, we got Lucha Vavum coming up for Cinco de Mayo. And uh, check out my new album. It's uh, uh, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, you can great. get it anywhere, <laughs> Amazon or at record stores, whatever. Perfect. But How yeah, was it it's making a, that? It's a, uh, it was really rough, but it's, a, uh, it's a, just a, a fascinating snapshot of couples breaking up and 70s cocaine-fueled yeah. decadence. Through uh-huh. the medium of stand-up yeah, yeah. comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, uh, but it's, uh, I'm very proud of it. So oh, check it fantastic. out. Rumors, Matt Fleetwood Kirshen. Mac. <laughs> uh, I, I'm Matt Kirshen on all the social media, and my podcast is Probably Science. But if you're listening to podcasts, which you are right now, yeah. I would recommend Dear Joan and Jerrica, which oh, I'm so funny. angry that it's... I don't know why my friends didn't tell me about this earlier. I don't know why the world was keeping me from this. It's uh, Julia Davis and Vicky Pepperdine, who between them have created some of the funniest comedy in Britain. I don't know why Julia Davis is not spoken of in the same terms as every... Like she should be like top of anyone's list of great British cult comedy. Yeah, uh, and it's a podcast they make in I think their own kitchen or one of their kitchens where they're playing two incredibly bad agony aunts, like advice columnists, giving <laughs> so horrendous funny. advice. Uh, listen to it, dear Joan and Jerrica. That's my plug. Oh, Don't so... listen to probably science. Listen to that instead. Oh yes, do it. Zach Reno, Blaine Capatch, Lauren Ashley Bishop, Matt Kirshen. Thank you for playing Troubled Waters. Uh, you there with the AirPods. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Bye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing Were Zach Reno. Hey. Blaine Capatch. Hi. Lauren Ashley Bishop. Hello. And Matt Kirshen. Seven. Yeah. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duaneus and Laura Swisher. Smooches. Bye. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported